0: That one thought, that one question of do I want to be in a position of influence really made me think about those long-term goals, really made me second guess. Do I want to be a public speaker? Do I want to be a motivational speaker? Hi friends and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs, building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy, it's about healing, getting to know yourself and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls, showing up ready to change your life. Hello my friends and welcome back to the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so happy you're here with me today and today I have a little bit of a different introduction. This is not a topic I'm thrilled to be recording on. I really pushed myself to make sure I did this podcast. This is something I have been fearing showing up for and talking about because My thinking around this podcast is that we're not going to come to a resolution or I'm not going to come to a resolution by the time my 30 minutes or average of is over. My hope in talking about the fear of social media and the fear of showing up on social media is that I provide you with some comfort in knowing that you're not alone if you too face fears on showing up on social media. And my hope is that this is just a simple introduction to this topic, and as I heal my own fears around social media, I can continue to talk about this, and then in however much time needs to pass for me to heal, I can show up on this podcast again offering resolutions, offering advice on how to show up on social media without fear, without fear of judgment, without fear of rejection, without fear of people comparing you and telling you you're not good enough or not worthy of what you've worked for or whatever it may be. That is my goal for today. It would be amazing if we, we, I could come to a resolution, but I'm not going to hold myself to that standard because this is a podcast topic I've been wanting to do for a really long time, but have been consistently pushing off because I just wasn't sure what I would say. And I think my biggest... about recording this podcast isn't even the honestly raw vulnerability i'm showing up with and in honesty i'm showing up with it's that it's just going to perhaps personify this fear and let me know that it still isn't safe let my subconscious know that it still isn't safe to show up on social media so that's kind of where I'm at mentally with this. But I do want to talk about this. I do want to push myself outside of my comfort zone. And I am open to letting this conversation surprise me. Maybe I will come to a resolution. Maybe I will feel better about showing up on social media after this. I'm open to it. So let's let's talk about it. <laughs> so first I want to talk to you guys about kind of where I'm at with social media in general. So when I first moved here... Social media played a big role in my life. I wanted to make sure I was showing up. I wanted to start getting really consistent with social media. I was really active on my stories and I was posting a lot more reels and just content in general. When I first started LaRue, I told myself I would post three or four times a week and I was consistent with that on my feed. I was consistent with that for at least a year, if not more. I want to say a little bit more than that. And then I kind of started tapering off. I would go from three to four to like two times a week. And then it would just be kind of when I wanted to post. And I was still showing up really consistently on my stories, but I was scared of posting reels. I was scared of going viral. And I I don't even know like what even to say around that. Um, we'll We'll come back. We'll circle back. We'll circle back to that. But I once I moved up here, I wasn't posting on my feed consistently, but I was really active on my stories. And then I kind of got into a groove of posting reels. I wasn't comfortable filming them. It always felt like so much effort. It always felt like I had to look perfect in them. And I was really, really hard on myself when I didn't like how I looked or didn't like a certain Like sentence I said, I was a super perfectionist when it came to filming reels, especially if they're ones like of advice where I'm just sitting in front of the camera talking for 30 seconds a minute. You know, you see these reels, the day is in the life, the, you know, spend a day with me, the go to the gym with me, go to go do this with me, whatever. And they're always filmed so well. And I always wonder. I cannot tell you how many times I've asked myself, how the hell do people do this? Like, they look so perfect and it makes it look so fun. And I started doing those kind of reels periodically where I would just kind of film what I did in a day, working, working out, going for a walk, going to a dinner, whatever it was. And I always criticized every minute detail of them. Like, this is the wrong angle I should be filming at or... This looks really bad or I look not good at this angle. And I was just very, very self-judgmental about all of the content I was posting. So I tapered off the reels and then I was still active on my stories. And then pretty much right as the creative studio started taking off and I started getting so incredibly busy. A lot of things in my life were really changing. This is when I started talking to you guys on the podcast about feeling like I was in that turning point where that chapter of my life was closing and a whole new chapter was beginning. That's kind of the time where social media just not even went to the back burner. It just became something I didn't think about anymore. I wasn't posting. The last thing I've posted on my feed was my birthday and then getting my new headshots, which was all the way back in August. It has been six months since I've posted. And First, does that matter? I suppose not. But it does matter depending on the way I want to utilize social media. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm inconsistently posting on my stories, I'm not posting a lot, and I've just been kind of taking a break from social media. Specifically in the recent weeks, I've noticed I'm not even scrolling that much. It's something I don't really have time for. I don't want to be consuming too much content. And if I do have time for consuming, I'd rather be reading or listening to a podcast or doing something that I know will be beneficial. Whereas on social media, I could walk into, you know, 30 minutes of scrolling where it feels really good and I feel energized and I walked away with like some good little nuggets of information Or I could sit down for half an hour and walk away feeling like crap, feeling judgy, feeling like I'm not showing up enough or I'm not doing enough. And I think that that's where I really want to start that conversation because I think that is my biggest issue with social media and what I consume, the content I consume and the content I see other creators post is it constantly puts me in a space where I feel like I'm never doing enough. Like I I feel like. I'm never putting in enough work. I'm never showing up enough. And there's always something I should be doing. And that's also. Why I think I have. This major issue with time. And just. This sort of. Resistance to relaxing. And feeling good about relaxing. And feeling good about productive rest. I. I. Think my issue with that and I I really have mulled this over before this podcast I want to let you guys know I really have thought about what I wanted to say because there's several things that are happening right now that make me believe social media is at the root of this so I'm having issues with time which I've talked to you guys about so much in depth and it's just been an ongoing issue honestly that's been an issue for years but Recently, you know, like I said to you guys, I thought it would kind of resolve itself once I started being, quote, successful objectively, and it didn't. I still feel like I'm never doing enough, and I feel like I can't take breaks. I feel like I can't do this, can't do that, etc. I think that's one issue. Another issue is the fear of showing up on social media has translated to content creation in general. So I have a fear of showing up on the podcast feeling like my voice isn't enough, feeling like what I'm saying isn't important enough or I'm not giving good enough advice. And same thing with the blog, feeling like I'm not putting in enough effort or it's too surface level or whatever. Whatever fear I have of people judging me. This has been really relevant in the last several weeks. I was having a conversation with one of my friends who is a creator and has a really good following. And I told her, Several months ago, her and I had gotten lunch and she was having a really hard day with social media. She had found a comment thread that was really, really hurtful. And it just really affected her. And she told me about the comments, she told me what people were saying, and I just was in disbelief that that people would say these things. I just don't understand. And I think that this is another kind of off topic conversation to that, but I think an issue with me is that I I don't understand how people can just be so cruel and sit behind a screen and comment horrendous things. When I have scrolled through God knows how much content of where I'm just thinking to myself, like, wow, this is absolutely outrageous or this is so horrible or whatever my, my thought is. But I've never, ever once in my life, never once commented something mean on someone's video. The only time I leave a comment is if I gained value or laughed or thought something was great that's when i leave a comment i have never once felt the need to comment on someone's video or on someone's photo any sort of aggressive or passive aggressive message that's like what the fuck is this this is so stupid why are you saying this you don't know anything like i just cannot i simply cannot grasp in my mind wrap my head around how people are willing to be so mean so anyways going back to this friend She had told me that she found this thread and it just was really affecting her. She had to do a lot of work around it, etc. So that was one, I want to say, sort of tipping point moving me in this really big fear direction. Then I saw a lot of random creators that I follow on TikTok and Instagram posting about getting mean comments and talking about it openly and, saying like the same things I'm saying. I don't understand how people can be so mean. I've really had to work past this, etc. And I want to say it was about 5 people in total that I saw a post about this in the matter of it wasn't even like a really short period of time. I want to say it was like 2 or 3 months. But after seeing that final creator talk about it and the comments that they were getting were just incredibly cruel, I thought to myself, and this is funny because a lot of people would say a lot of mean people would have mean comments to say about this but I thought to myself do I really want a following do I really want to be someone who is in a position of influence and not to say that I want to become an influencer not to say that I'm going to sit here and throw products at you and tell you what to do with your life it was this fear of and this is, this is so sad for me to admit because this makes me so sad because there are people out there that work so hard and are so knowledgeable on certain topics and have so much to share. But we're all human beings. We all have emotions. We all can be affected by other human beings. And I had this thought and this fear arise that really made me sad about the way some people show up to life and to... And, in other people's lives. I thought to myself, do I ever really want to have a following? Do I ever really want to be in a position of influence because I know in my heart I know that I have so much value to add. And I know that if I ever was in that position and you know to be honest, a lot of my long-term goals, they're not necessarily like becoming a 10 million followed person on Instagram. That's certainly not one of my goals. But one of my big goals is expanding LaRue into a community. It's expanding LaRue into a physical community. I guess that's kind of all I'll say on that because I don't want to – that's not something I'm ready to share yet. But expanding LaRue into this physical community, which means a lot of people knowing who I am. I want to be hosting workshops. I want to be hosting speaking events. I want to be hosting – getaways and retreats and etc and to do that people need to know who I am they need to know that they can trust me to to host them and and offer them value whether it's me standing there at the mic or people I hire or whatever and that one thought that one question of do I want to be in a position of influence really made me think about those long-term goals really made me second guess Do I want to be a public speaker? Do I want to be a motivational speaker? Do I want to have a community one day filled to empower women? And this is is where it gets really hard. This is where it shows me how much work I need to do. Because, like I said, I know I can add value. I know I can find people who will add value. I know that what I have to say is important. But, when I get and receive that sea of amazing comments, Lauren, this was amazing. Thank you so much. You've done so much for me. Like you, you, you made me rethink this or you made me do this or I'm just so proud of myself now or I've worked so hard or I pushed or I healed or whatever. That sea of comments, that 1,000 sea of comments, that one bad comment, you're an idiot. This is so stupid. You don't add value. Your voice isn't important. Whatever it is, that one comment will always stick out to me. And I do have a lot of trouble with that. I do have a lot of trouble with being able to ignore, because let me be clear, I'm not ignoring comments that are critiques, that are positive critiques saying, hey, this was great, but can you do this next time or maybe you should incorporate this or whatever. I am so open to positive criticism and letting me know where I can improve. I am not open to people commenting on my podcast and my reels or whatever content I'm creating and saying, you're a fucking idiot. You're stupid. You don't add value. This isn't important. Why are you talking about this? Etc. I have strength in so many important ways. I have a really thick skin when it comes to people in person. What I have an issue with is people where I can't defend myself. I can't show up in person and let them know how truly strong I am. I have been through hell and fucking back. I have built a thick skin to people I have no respect for. People who are mean. I don't have respect for you. You're showing up to someone you don't even know. And you're telling them you're they're an idiot. Like where do you get the balls to do that? I don't know. I don't have respect for people like that. But I somehow do let them have leverage over me. They do play a role in my mental health and my mindset and my confidence and the way I show up to my business. And that's something I'm not okay with, which is why I've pushed myself to record this podcast because I don't want to be in a position anymore where people have power over me. There will always always, always be someone, one person or 10 people or 100 people who are going to show up to a piece of content, an event, a podcast or whatever and have something shitty to say. Again, not something critiqueful, not something that's helpful, just something shitty to say. I cannot stress to you how much I have to remind myself people who say shitty things, they are people who haven't healed, who don't know how to address their emotions and take out their Feelings of insecurity, their feelings of fear, their feelings of doubt, and their feelings of anger on other people, their feelings of jealousy. I can't tell you how, I, I bet you, I would be willing to bet half of the comments on social media are people jealous of whoever they're commenting on. You know, I see the surface level videos, I see the videos that are just fun and playful of scrolling past like an unboxing video, like this is. This is my shopping haul today. And, you know, it's all these luxury expensive stores and you're thinking in your head like, wow, this person spent like 75k today. And I'm over here making X amount of money a month. That's hard, you know, and it's easy to get jealous. It's very easy. I mean, I'm certainly not immune to that. I get jealous all the time. But to take it a step further and comment, you like... Just the other day, I was scrolling past a video of a woman doing an unboxing of Hermes products she bought that day. And it was probably like uh, at least a year's worth of salary for someone. Like it was a lot of money. It was very clear. But she was having fun. She was, you know, enjoying the process. And I looked at the comments because I knew I was feeding my addiction to remind myself and prove to myself that people are shitty and I can't show up on social media. I'll circle back to that point. Someone had commented, you're so out of touch with society. And I thought to myself, how? Like, I just simply can't wrap my head around it. How do you have the balls to comment that? You don't know this person. You have no idea how hard they've worked for their money. Sure, this could be like a trust fund child who you know, whatever, inherited a shitload of money and could be out of touch with society. But you could also be very wrong. What if this is someone who came from a regular family, a regular middle-class America family, and started their own business or climbed that corporate ladder like a badass and earned their income, like worked really hard? It is nobody's business how someone else spends their money. And people think social media, podcasts, reels, TikTok, whatever it is. People think social media is an invitation to to critique someone else's life, to to tell someone how they're doing something wrong just because they've made a video sharing what they uh, what they shopped for that day or sharing their advice on something far more important like life or mindset or stability or whatever it is. I I know that this is There are people on one side and there are people on the other side of this. But I am a firm believer that just because we share so much of our lives on social media, it is not an invitation for someone to tell you what you are and aren't doing correctly. Like, that's just not the case. They're not involved in your life. They don't know you. They don't know what you're doing on day to day. They don't know what you've been through. They don't know what you've been through that day. They don't know anything about you. They know what we are willing to let people know. I'm getting heated. I need to take a breath. (laughs) I do not think, and this is something I have to remind myself of so, so often. I do not think social media is an invitation to critique someone's life, to let them know what they are and aren't doing correctly, because you just don't know that person. I think social media should be a place where we share growth, success, hardships, seek advice, make people laugh. It should be a place that's fun and enjoyable. But for those of us that are scared to show up on social media, instead, it's a place where we see judgment and compare when and where we're in lack of another person. It's become this place, for me at least, for those of you who enjoy social media, please share your wisdom. For me, it's become a place where I start scrolling and I look at other people's videos and other people's content, especially content that adds value. You know, value in a way that like expands your life, not someone who's making me laugh. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's incredibly valuable or someone who is sharing an unboxing video or someone who's just sharing some sort of lighthearted content. I want to focus on content that really adds value, content that makes you think, content that makes you ideate on things like your mindset and your lifestyle and, and where you can improve. Those are things that are really important. And that's what I want to show up for social media for. But as of late, showing up on social media has felt like a way to reinforce where I'm falling short. It's felt like a way to let me know this is where I'm not showing up best. But if I do show up my best, people are going to judge me. People are going to have something to say about it. And that's just never going to go away. That is a fact of life. And that's fine. That's something I'm willing to work around. But my issue is, and this is where we really get into the intentional living conversation and the mindset conversation and the healing conversation really, is that I have worked so hard to reinforce this neural pathway that if I show up on social media, people are going to say mean things. I have worked incessantly hard to show up on that and and reinforce that neural pathway. And that's the point I want to circle back that I mentioned earlier, is that once you create a belief, particularly where some someone else or other people can be involved. So obviously social media people, other people I don't know are involved. I'm scrolling past strangers' videos consistently, right? And then if I see something where I have this inkling or this feeling like, oh, I know there's going to be mean comments, I go to those comments. I, I have this addiction to reminding myself that people are shitting on social media, so this is why I can't show up. This is why. Because I think about I think about if I had a video about anything about intentional living, mindset, whatever, going viral. There's bound to be mean comments. There are going to be. That's fine. And I think about the effect they would have on my mental health. And then I think back. I texted this friend earlier today. The friend who had that comment thread about her, I texted her and I said, hey, I've been feeling really insecure about social media and the podcast as of late, and I'm wondering if you have any advice on just how to handle this besides tapping and therapy and et cetera. Like, do you have direct questions you think I should be asking myself, et cetera? And she asked me, "Where? what memory do you think this is coming from? And I immediately knew, immediately knew. It was from that letter I've talked to you guys about so many times. It was a letter I received from essentially a stranger. If you want to know more about that, go back and listen to the friendship podcast. It was a letter I received from someone who essentially just spent 10 paragraphs tearing me apart, telling me I'm stupid, telling me my voice doesn't add value, telling me just really horrible things, just very, very mean things and i look back this is this is my issue this is my fear i looked back at that letter and i remember what what sort of mental state i was in at that time it was right when i had begun my healing journey so this was after i had made the internal choice to heal but it was shortly after like i was just i was healing i was actively in eft tapping i was actively in therapy And while I was healing my emotional and mental health, it was still very much susceptible to other people's opinions and experiences around me. And I received this letter. And I remember thinking to myself, this is true. I don't add value. I am not anyone who someone would want to work with or invest with or whatever. And I remember letting that letter be something that was true for a really long time in my life. And then I I had the courage to start the podcast, which was amazing. I kept going with the blogs. I kept sharing my voice despite this th- this thinking, this fear that no one cared, right? That no one was showing up to read it. No one was gonna show up to listen to the podcast. And then slowly but surely I started I, I definitely started healing that letter right away with my EFT practitioner. And then I also started the podcast and I started getting really amazing comments from people reaching out or comments on the podcast directly saying, thank you. Like, this is amazing. This is exactly what I needed to hear. And it just it felt. I, I can't describe it. It was like a dopamine hit. It was it was like adrenaline driving through my veins, letting me know to keep going, but also to keep healing. And then this started coming up again recently, somewhat, you know, somewhat recently, I guess in the last six months of fearing social media again, of fearing growing too big. And then I justified that in two ways. I told myself, okay, well, the creative studio and LaRue are doing so well. I don't necessarily need social media right now. Like I don't need it to grow. I don't need to be active to try and find clients like clients are coming to me. And the other way I was validating that fear was by going on other people's videos and looking at the mean comments and pushing them into my file cabinet saying, oh, yeah, this is proof. This is proof that people suck. This is proof that I don't need to show up on social media because I don't wanna handle this. I don't wanna, I don't want the mean comments and I don't know how they'll affect me. So I kept reinforcing the thought, reinforcing the thought pattern that if I show up on social media, People are going to come out of the woodworks to say mean shit. They're going to go out of their way. I just can't, I just can't fathom this. They're going to go out of their way to say something horrible, to make sure, because their purpose of that comment isn't to add value, isn't to critique, isn't to let me, isn't to give advice of how I can show it better. Their purpose in that comment is to hope it hurts my feelings, is to hope it affects me, is to hope that I don't want to show up on social media anymore. That I feel judged. That I feel like shit about myself. Like, how, that not that awful? I, I just don't. I don't know. Anyways. So I hope, and in saying all of this, I hope you don't feel alone if you are in a similar boat. But the question here, the, the value to add the, the, to this podcast really is, how do we heal this? How do we heal this? Fear of showing up? How do we heal this fear of rejection and fear of judgment? I want to be really honest. I don't want to sugarcoat anything here. Because it's not like I've healed this and I'm, I'm talking to you about it on the other side of things. I am actively on my journey of trying to heal. Not even healing. Trying to heal this. I think that if you're someone who wants to show up on social media. Whether it be TikToks or reels or just Instagram in general or if you want to start a podcast if you want to start a content platform the reality of it is no matter how much value you add no matter how important what you're saying is to whatever topic it is there will always always be someone and that's okay because this is this is what I think is going to drive me forward on this The people who show up to your content for the right reasons, the people who find the value, the people who love what you have to say, they're going to see that comment and they too are also going to know that that comment is coming from a place of hurt. That comment is coming from a place of needing to validate their hurt or their anger by taking it out on someone else. And they can do it so easily by doing it through a screen. They can do it so easily without showing up and saying that face to face. And that is okay. I have to get to a place where that is okay. It's okay if someone comments something mean. It's okay if it hurts me and affects me for a moment. But I have to be able to reprogram that neural pathway that lets me know fear needs to be something involved in social media. And it's just a knowing. It's just a knowing that sometimes people are going to say mean things and that's okay. Because the people who are showing up to the content for the right reasons are going to see that and know, oh, that person's coming from a place of hurt. That was a shitty thing to say. And it has absolutely nothing to do with me. They're not going to they're not gonna come to my platform or come to anyone's platform and find so much value and see one mean comment and go, oh, that person's right. I'm, I'm going to stop following this person. I'm not going to listen to this person anymore. Like people make and form their own opinions. And... We are fully adaptable to other people's opinions when it feels valid, when we have proof of that opinion. But people are not going to be autonomous in their opinion and then suddenly see one mean comment and say, oh, that's right, never mind, I was wrong. (laughs) Like, that's not something that happens, right? We need proof to to form our own opinions. We don't just see something or hear something and believe it, right? We have to find proof in the action or in the in the accusation. So my opinion about this moving forward is that as I slowly begin to create content again, obviously the podcast and the blog are regular, but specifically regarding social media, I have to get to a place where I'm okay with seeing 1, 2, 10, 20 mean comments, no matter how how many good there are. And I have to remind myself that the one comment this is this is going to be a hard lesson for me to learn. But the one comment does not outweigh the thousand good comments that I receive. And I have to remind myself that the people who are coming to me for a reason are going to see that and believe the same. They're going to know the same thing. I don't have to validate my my worth. I don't have to validate the value that I add to these people because they already see it. They have the proof. They have the knowing, right? They've created the neural pathway from the podcast, the blog, the content, the whatever they follow that, oh, Lauren adds value to my life. I'm going to keep following her. Like she has something good to say to me. I don't have to further validate that. The proof is in the content. The proof is in what I, what I say and the in my voice. I felt very insecure about my voice lately and I just want to get to a place where I don't feel that way anymore. I don't, I want to like social media and I want to like showing up. And my friend the other day, uh, this is someone who also has a rapidly growing platform and has a lot of influencer friends and just, um, you know, is, is in the know. She asked me what number, and this is such a, this is such a good nugget of EFT. She asked me a great question, a great poking and prodding question that practitioners would ask and coaches would ask. She asked me what number feels safe. And I said, Mm, I don't know, like 10K. I don't see myself going above that. I don't want like a huge, massive following. I just want a following of people who need me. Women entrepreneurs or women in business, whatever. Women in corporate, women, women, whoever, who want to live intentionally, who want to heal, who want to heal their trauma, heal their minds, and live an intentional and wonderful life. I want people to follow me who know Life can always get better and better. We can always heal. We can always show up honestly. And it's always going to be a safe place. That's who I want. I don't need a million followers. I don't need 100,000 followers. I told her, 10K feels safe. She asked me why that specific number. And immediately someone I follow who has around 10K followers, I thought of her and I thought of the work she does and the platform she has and how much value it adds. And I thought to myself, Well, micro-influences are really in right now, right? Like, they're really popular because the smaller following that you have, the more engagement you have, the more important the people follow you are. Like, it's people who really find value in what you have to say. And the bigger that following gets, I feel like it's the less people you're impacting. Sometimes, this certainly isn't always the case, but it could be the less people you're impacting because your voice kind of gets lost in the consumption. It gets lost in the constant consuming. But when you're following smaller influencers and you come across their video, to me, I again, this is a way I validated it in my head. I see more value in their content because it feels like they're showing up more or I don't know what it is. I, I have to think on that and I can get back to you guys on that when I have another social media podcast. But my point in all of this is to say... We have to heal this in a way that feels exciting, I think. If you're someone who also fears social media, my hope is that I get to a place where it does feel good and it does feel exciting and I don't care about the results. I just care about the people showing up and who find the value. And I don't care about the mean comments. So I guess coming to somewhat of a resolution, I'll tell you that moving forward, I will be doing a lot of tapping around this. I will be doing a lot of healing around this and I do want to start dipping my toe back in a little bit. I do want to and I think a good way for me to do that is on the creative studio Instagram posting reels about how I create a website page or how I create like branding materials, how I how I do that. That feels really safe to me. So, I feel like starting there will be good. And if I have a video that does really well or I have a piece of content that does really well, I could see how that makes me feel internally, what comes up, and then keep healing that before I get to the intentional living and stuff like that conversations on my personal Instagram slash still work Instagram, right? So, I think that's my plan. I hope, I sincerely hope that you found nuggets of value in this podcast. Or just comfort. If, if this is something you're going through as well, you're certainly, certainly not alone. And I think this is just something that we have to take from within, so without. Meaning, as you focus on the healing, it'll, it'll reflect in your reality. And social media won't feel as scary. I think that's it. I, I really hope that you guys found something good in this podcast. I hope my voice added value to you guys today. And I hope to see you guys here next week. You know the spiel. I love you all so, so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.